Paul Hoffman from Accountability Now joins us on a saga that is causing a lot of interest, Paul. Talking to people that I know, they believe there's a witch hunt going on uh, for Jose Matthews. He is the chief executive of Praza, the uh, Passenger Rail Association. What are you making of this? It's difficult to uh, come to a conclusion because there's so much up in the air and so many uh, stories on the street. What what we know for sure is that Leonard Ramatlakani, who has drifted into the position of chair of Prasa, having been a uh, a politician all his uh, life and a member of parliament at various stages, what we have is him in his capacity as chair putting up Two reasons uh, for for the gardening leave that Matthews is now enjoying. The first being uh, the question of the non-disclosure of his uh, dual citizenship, part Brit, part South African. Apparently, uh, when he was employed back in February, Matthews just wrote SA citizen and did not mention his British citizenship. Why that should be material defeats all uh, logic because this man happened to live in in the UK because his father was an exile. His sister is a cabinet uh, member in South Africa. So if he's a security risk, <laughs> let's hope the rest of the family isn't. There, there, there seems to be absolutely no materiality to the non-disclosure of his British citizenship, which makes you think that they are trying to throw the kitchen sink at him and will resort to any manoeuvre in order to keep him on gardening leave long enough to get bored and want to just move on with his career rather than, than stay. So then the question is, well, why do they want to get rid of him? And rather mysteriously, uh, Ramatlakane talks about contractual obligations giving giving rise to the uh, to 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 the suspension, and he doesn't say what they are, and there's a lot of speculation going on around what that is all about. It's also known that some of the whistleblowers at Prasa who went to uh, the Zonda Commission have not been treated well by Prasa and that uh, they are not back in their jobs as they had rather hoped to be and that this may have something to do with uh, with the, uh, the suspension of Matthews. And then the other story on the street is that uh, Matthews has been setting aside procurements that do not comply with the Constitution, aren't fair, equitable, cost-effective, transparent, and competitive. And that is upsetting the board of Prasa because he uh, is uh, not uh, playing ball with the cadre deployment in Prasa and not allowing the a state capture party to continue in Prasa. I wonder why a man with a master's degree in public administration from Harvard should allow himself to get involved in a, a mess of this nature. 
the gravy train being derailed. I mean, I suppose it's quite a nice analogy to use when you're talking about a passenger <laughs> rail service. As, as I have it, the Passenger Rail Association of South Africa has really um, uh, succeeded to, to the metro rail. It's, it's all part of the, the family that used to be the South African railways and harbours. And that was uh, split up and uh, separated out. And now we have the Ports Authority and we have Transnet and um, Prasa has been kept separate from the freight rail. So freight rail is Transnet, Prasa is passenger rail. So Porsche Derby has got no jurisdiction here, but surely Pravin Gordon would have jurisdiction over Prasa. Yes, certainly he he is the shareholder's representative. He is the minister in charge of, of public enterprises and the board should be reporting to him about what is going on there. But it's very difficult uh, on, on what is officially in the public domain. Just relying on uh, Ramat Lakhani's press statement as uh, as recorded in the uh, in Business Day, for example, um, it's it's a question of the materiality of his citizenship, which looks to me like a complete red herring. The man has been there since February, for heaven's sake. Now suddenly he's, he's, he's a security risk. I don't think so. And then this contractual obligations part of it is mysterious and uh, ambiguous and very difficult to uh, to unravel. So time, time will tell. Ramat Lakhani then, presumably, because Pravin Gordon is the minister in charge, would have been appointed by Gordon. Yes, that's correct. This, this, is, this is part of the attempt to clean up the act of the state-owned enterprises that have been sites of state capture. But <laughs> when you think about it, it's it's deployed cadres all round, and uh, it depends on which faction the cadres belong to as to whether things are going to work as they, they should or whether they're going to be a continuation of, of state capture. Getting back to Jose Matthews, and he is the brother of Naledi Pandor, one of the most admired <coughs> members of our cabinet, and of course the son of Z.B. Matthews, who's a great icon in the anti-apartheid struggle. So he's got all the credentials. You say he went to Harvard. He got an undergraduate degree from Warwick University, which obviously happened while his father was uh, in, in exile. And then he has this postgraduate Masters in Public Administration from Harvard, according to what Mother Google told me about it. It's not that easy yeah. to get into Harvard, and but I guess you've got to have the, the brains to do that. And you wonder why he would take a job like this in the first place. Uh, yes, payback time. If we assume that he is as pure as the driven snow, then he was actuated by um, by the, the best of motives in uh, seek, seeking to be part of the solution rather than part of the problem. But but if he is a, uh, a typical deployed cadre, then he sought deployment there so that he can have his turn at the, the dining car on this particular train. And Ramat Lakhadi uh, employed there in that role to clean it up. Uh, presumably, Pravin Gordon has to has to say something one way or the other. I'm, I'm sure that the, um, uh, th- that the matter needs to be driven to a head rapidly. And uh, that can be done by 
seeking clarity from uh, Ramatakani as to, as to what he was talking about when he spoke so mysteriously about contractual obligations. And I'm sure that in the interests of openness, accountability and responsiveness, which are all set out very deeply in Section 1 of the Constitution as informing, as foundational values, the way in which this country is meant to be run, uh, Pravin Gordon will be doing just that and saying, OK, please, uh, Mr. Aramatlikani, can you explain to us what exactly is going on here? The investigation starts this afternoon at 3.30. I'm not sure if you saw Business Day this morning, but they are already advertising for a new CEO. Isn't that somewhat unusual, given that the current CEO is only starting to be investigated? It, is, yeah. it, it seems that they... Uh, are somewhat premature with that. I did get hold of Peter Harris, the attorney for Mr. Matthews, and uh, he mm-hmm. said his client has absolutely no case to answer for, and uh, he's, what he's being accused of is complete nonsense. I suppose the question no, at Praza yeah. is which, who, who's being exposed? Is it, is it yeah, the Who's the, the good guy? The who's CEO? the bad guy? It's 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 very it's very difficult to uh, to uh, to work out. Um, certainly. Matthews has never crossed my radar before this um, incident, which would seem to suggest that he has not previously been involved in shenanigans of state capture. And if, if there is conflict between him and the board, then it, it, the, the underlying cause is obviously that uh, he is seeking to achieve objectives in a particular way, and they are seeking to achieve objectives in a way that is inconsistent with the way that he is going about it. Who is right and who is wrong? Well, Peter Harris is an old uh, campaigner, and he's unlikely to go on record to uh, to the uh, to the media saying that his his client has no case to answer if. Uh, if that is not the uh, the position, he would he would be much more likely to be very reserved and unforthcoming in relation to queries like yours, if if he was concerned that his client is in trouble. I can't see any trouble at all in relation to the materiality of the uh, non-disclosure of the British citizenship, especially as it's raised in November and he was employed in February. So it it, it obviously has something to do with this. mysterious contractual obligation as part of the story. You're listening to the BizNews Power Hour brought to you by the team at biznews.com.